This is a story from the land of Nod. Hi, my name is Annie and I create everything that you see and hear here at Land of Nod. If you would like to support the work that I do, please consider going to patreon.com forward slash land of Nod learning. Thank you. The race to be king. There are many African myths about animals. In some, the animals behave like animals. In others, they behave like people. And in some myths, they are halfway in between. This Allure myth has a frog and a lizard as brother princes. Lizard and his brother frog sat staring at each other. Lizard sat in the midday sun, soaking up the heat of the rays. He smiled with contentment. The smooth black rock beneath him was so lovely and hot, he had to lift each foot in turn. This way, all four feet had the chance to cool down a little before getting deliciously hot again on his favourite stone. Frog stayed in the shade, half in and half out of the water. He liked the damp. He liked to stay cool. If he stayed out in the sun too long, he'd be burnt to a crisp. Frog's big round eyes were fixed on Lizard. What are you thinking, brother? he asked. You look very pleased with yourself. I was thinking that when our father the king dies, I shall take the throne, said Lizard. That is up to father, said Frog, his croaking voice causing tiny ripples in the pool. You surely don't think he will choose you to succeed him, asked Lizard, lifting a back foot off the scalding hot rock. It is his choice, Frog reminded him. But he grows old and must make the announcement soon. I am handsome, fast and strong, said Lizard, flicking his tongue. My voice is quiet yet commanding. You, on the other hand, have none of these qualities. Lizard continued. I, like you, am my father's son, said Frog, and I will stand by his decision, whichever one of us he chooses, to be king after him. But you are ugly and slimy, and you hop, protested Lizard. Your croaking voice is crude and loud. You could never be king. At that moment, a messenger arrived. Prince Lizard, he said with a bow, blinking at the lizard in the brilliant sunlight. Prince Frog, he added with another bow, squinting into the shade. Your father summons you both to the royal court. To proclaim me his successor, I have no doubt, smiled Lizard. His message is that whichever one of you reaches the royal court first is to be king after him, said the messenger, and was gone. Ha! said the lizard, scuttling off his sunning rock with the surprising speed that the lizard has. I told you, frog, father wants me as his successor. I shall be the next king of this land. Frog lowered himself into the water to moisten his skin and then came up for air. What makes you say that, brother? he asked. Because I can scuttle and scurry far faster than you can ever hop with your dangly legs and plump body, laughed lizard. With that, he scuttled off into the undergrowth to collect some things for his journey to the royal court. Frog looked at his own reflection in the pool. His brother, Prince Lizard, was right. He, a frog, would take far longer to reach the royal court. 
Lizard would be so determined to reach it first that nothing would stop him. Nothing, that is, except for a little rain, thought Frog. As an animal who lived both on land and in water, Frog knew twice as much about the world than his brother, Prince Lizard. And that meant that Frog knew twice as much about magic. Rather than setting off for the race to the royal court, a race he knew he'd lose, Frog went in search of a tree called the Yatcot. Once he found the tree, he broke off a twig and ground it into a magical powder, which he then sprinkled into the water. As the Frog Prince did this, he muttered some secret words, and the spell immediately began to take effect. First, there was a single splash of rain on a large, heart-shaped leaf near him. Then another, then another. Soon the air was filled with a pitter-patter of rain, and there was a smell of damp soil. Then the heavens opened and it began to pour down. Just the right weather for frogs, laughed Frog, and he began to hop off in the direction of the royal court. Meanwhile, Lizard was feeling rather proud of himself. He was already well on his way to the royal court. I don't know why Father didn't simply announce my name as his successor, he said to himself. Why go through this pretense deciding it by a race? Everyone knows that my slimy, green, hop-along brother can never keep up with me, and he'll be burnt to a frazzle in this heat. Just then, a large black cloud blotted out the sun and rain began pouring down. Lizards scuttled underneath an overhanging rock. I'll wait here until the rain stops, he thought. It won't last long at this time of year, and I must be so far ahead of Frog, he'll never catch up. But Lizard was wrong. Frog did catch up and even overtook his brother. Of course, Lizard didn't know this because his brother was travelling by a different route. At last, the rain stopped and the sun was hot and bright once more because the magic from a ground yatcot twig can only last for so long before it runs out. Lizard scuttled out from under the rock and scampered off once more. I'll soon be at the royal court, he said, then caught sight of himself in a puddle. What a handsome king I'll make with my fine scales of pretty colours. Up ahead, Prince Frog had reached the gate to the royal court. On the left, in the blazing sunshine, stood a row of brightly coloured lizards. They were his brother's heralds, ready to greet lizards' arrival with a fanfare of trumpets. On the right, in the cool shade, stood a row of frogs. These were frogs, heralds. They didn't need trumpets because they had such fine, croaky voices. On seeing their master arrive, they threw back their heads and croaked a fanfare to announce their prince's arrival and his triumph as winner of the race. The old king hurried to the gate and greeted his son. Well done, frog, he said. I see you must have used your wits to win this race and a good king always needs his wits about him. You will make a fine king when I am dead and gone. The king's words were drowned out by the lizard's herald's trumpets announcing Prince Lizard's arrival. Lizard sauntered into the royal court, his head held high. Here to greet me, father, Lizard asked, somewhat smugly. I'm sure you'll want to throw a special feast to celebrate my victory. I don't think we should wait for that ugly brother of mine, though. He won't be here for... Lizard stopped. He stared and blinked, then stared again. 
No, his eyes were not deceiving him. There in the cool shadows of the court stood his slimy, ugly, hop-along brother. And this could only mean one thing, that his slimy, ugly, hop-along brother had beaten him in the race. That meant that Prince Frog would one day be King Frog. Hello, lizard, said Frog. What kept you? And this is why, whenever you hear a frog chorus, you should be prepared for rain. It means that Frog has passed out the gates of the royal court and is weaving his magic with his round yatcot twigs, because you know how much he likes the damp weather. The End <laughs>